welcome back to the Host by Tori show. I am so excited to be back, you guys, and talking about everything related to my wedding and honeymoon. So we're going to do a two-parter. This first one, we are going to do a overall wedding recap in terms of everything that went went down, my approach to drinking during it, my feelings, and honestly, just like all the emotions and things that happened and what went into the wedding and and how it actually kind of turned out. And so thank you for joining now. And I think I, I asked for some questions on social in terms of what people were interested in knowing more of. And obviously, you know, my brand is really associated with trying to inspire people to live live a life that doesn't have to revolve around alcohol. And a wedding isn't necessarily a topic that you guys all signed up for, but it has been a pretty big part of my life over the last six months in terms of everything related to planning, putting in the effort to, you know, make something really, really great happen. And the amount of work that just goes into it is kind of unparalleled. Like I've never experienced something like that before where every weekend you just have so much to do. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's like you have to do this and you talk to this parent and you talk to the other parent. And obviously our parents were very involved because we, you know, luckily benefited from their support over the weekend. But uh you're talking with, you know, vendors and planners and you know, we wanted to do everything together. So it was a lot of back and forth between Cam and me. And not that it was necessarily stressful because that's like, you know, first world problems, but there is a lot of emotion and stress around the time. And to finally get to the weekend where you've put in all of the work and to really see it all come together was awesome. And a feeling that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. And I think people say a lot, you know, your your wedding is going to be the best day of your life. It's going to be this like magical, magical moment. And I was always really excited for my wedding and I thought it was going to be a a really great weekend, but I don't think I fully comprehended the amount of love and just pure emotion that I would have to like an overwhelming extent of how amazing, fun, and loving the weekend was. And I I truly can say, and it's so cheesy, but I can truly say it was like the best weekend of my life. Like you have every single person, hopefully, that you want there. And ours was on the smaller side. It was 113 people, I think, ended up being our final number. And it just felt so intimate and in that we were able to spend time with everyone and it even felt at times that you know you couldn't spend as as much time even with that number, right? So, and yeah, it 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 was it was over, overwhelmingly positive. So, I wanted to go into kind of just kind of chronological order of the weekend and, and talk about my thoughts on everything as we kind of go through. And I had some questions that you know people had had wrote in around the weekend and things that I did or or other things. So I'll kind of weave that into as I go along, but I think it's going to be easiest to just kind of start off with everything that happened. So we went, our, our wedding was in Scottsdale. We went to Scottsdale the Saturday before the wedding. Sunday was Easter, also the master's weekend, but it was Easter. And usually I spend time with my family on Easter in Scottsdale. And so we wanted to be there 
for that anyway. Um, but also it was just a nice way to get in a little bit on the earlier side and we didn't have to be traveling during the work week and could kind of get our like ducks in a row before the wedding. And so I got my nails done the Friday before I left because I am obsessed with my nail place in Austin, cute nails. And I needed to get them done there. Like I was not risking getting them done in Scottsdale, but that also meant that I was going to have them done for a week before the actual wedding, which like I wasn't worried about how they would look growing out or anything. It was just like I didn't want to ruin them. And I've actually, I usually go like three weeks anyway. And so I was like, okay, if I go now, the three week mark will be when I come back from my honeymoon, it'll be perfect. So I got them done on Friday. I was obsessed, you know, packing. And I'm like so glad we did not leave to go on Friday because just everything we had to pack before that week before the wedding, the honeymoon, that was challenging. But luckily we were able to leave some stuff in Scottsdale. So anyway, I'm rambling. So we got to Scottsdale on Saturday. It was Masters hung out. Sunday had Easter, which was really fun. It was also my brother's girlfriend's birthday. So we celebrated then. And then wedding week was... I would say like decently chill. I mean, there was a couple of like last minute things that I had to do like signs for our drinks and our seating chart and things like that, that were kind of like hanging over my head, but did those. And then I had a appointment for my dress. Um, I actually wanted to get like another bustle because I was going to put on my tennis shoes, my air force ones for dancing, obviously. And for our the dances, like the first dance and my dance with my dad, I did not want to be wearing my heels. And yeah, there was just like no way that was going to happen. They were like Stuart Weitzman, kind of like three inch or so heels. And like, I just don't do well generally in heels. So I was like, I don't want my dress dragging when I'm also like wearing my shoes doing the first dance and whatnot. So my seamstress got an extra bustle. So we like did that. We got our marriage license. Actually, the easiest ever trip to a government like run establishment like that we were in and out in literally 15 minutes it was amazing it was super easy and that kind of lasted like in terms of like work and stuff that was like probably up until like Wednesday midday when I started to wind down from work and everyone at work was just like super nice and happy and excited and so generous so it felt like very lucky headed into the wedding weekend even though I knew that it was going to be like a busier time during work. Wednesday, we did just like a casual dinner with my family and Cam's family. And then Thursday, I got I had a pedicure. I went to like a workout class with my mom and her friends, which was really funny. And the instructor kept like saying, it's the, we have the bride and the mother of the bride in the class. And everyone was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was kind of funny. And then I kind of chilled, wrote some letters for my girl's that day because I wanted to give them something just like meaningful in terms of like how much they meant to me. I had six bridesmaids and my brother was my man of honor. And so I wrote them all letters that day for my parents and Cam's parents too. What I ended up getting my girls generally just for those that are interested is pajamas just for day of. And then we paid for hair and makeup and then the letter. I did like more kind of gifty stuff for the bachelorette. And so I didn't feel like I necessarily needed to get more than that just for day of. So I did that during the day. And then Thursday night, we were having people who were there from the bridal party. So I had six girls. Cam had, I think, nine or so guys. 
any of them and plus ones who were in town already on Thursday, we hosted a lose and bruise. That theme I came up with, which I love because Lou Malnati's, for those who don't know, is a deep dish pizza place in Chicago. I'm originally from Chicago. Scottsdale is like a place where a lot of people from Chicago have second homes or go in like vacation a decent amount. And so there are a lot of Chicago establishments in Scottsdale, which is like really interesting. And Lou Malnati's is one of them. Cam had it for like the first time when he visited Chicago many years ago, like probably six or so at this point. But then when it was in Scottsdale, we started to get it kind of like more often, probably started during COVID. And so one to keep it like easy from like a cleanup standpoint, not like have my parents have to cook or do anything crazy. Getting pizza was going to be like easy. And so loved that theme and then brews as well. Brews because my parents have a keg. And so we have like two taps that my dad can like order and, and get whatever get whatever that they want. And so thought that would be just like kind of cute to do. So we had Lou Malnati's, we had the two kegs on tap, which was Kona Big Wave and Sierra Nevada Little, Little Hazy Thing IPA. And then we had Athletic Brewing as like the brew part of it, as well as some Gia and then Studio Null wine. Studio Null, I love their wine. It was like more of like a kind of celebration, more champagne vibes because we had their sparkling wine, which people tried and like actually really liked it. So a couple of my parents' friends kind of like helped to host that. And it was just like a really fun kickoff because like all my girls were there, which was amazing just that like they all came in on Thursday. And so to just like kick off the event, like have it at my parents' house, which is just like casual fun. I like vibes were just so on point. It was like a kickoff to the weekend and everyone was just like so happy. And so that was really fun. In terms of drinking, I had some Studio Nodal Start I had a little bit of like the hazy little thing IPA and then I just transitioned over into athletic brewing and then I think I might have had a Gia. Honestly, it was like the beer was good and I like enjoyed having it, but honestly having like a glass or half a glass got me like a little kind of buzz feeling good, but I was like, I do not want to even like remotely have any sort of headache or anything tomorrow. And I just didn't need it. Like it's so interesting how different my mindset has changed from when drinks are involved and it's a party that I need to drink to more of like, oh, what's going to taste good? Or I know the ramifications that are going to happen the next day. And so I like choose more based on that. So that was Thursday. We ended like pretty early just so that people could like go to bed early. And then if they needed to like get up to do work or anything in the morning um, and just like obviously didn't need a late night. And I like going to bed at 9 p.m. anyway. (laughs) Friday. So In terms of like our wedding weekend, I wanted to front run everything, meaning like the Thursday night dinner, like do something on Friday, obviously have the wedding on Saturday. And then we didn't do like a brunch or anything on Sunday just because honestly, like I personally feel like the day after people are like, oh, I have to go to this brunch or like some people sleep in, some people miss it. And most people kind of just like to head to the airport or like I usually like to head to the airport. And so we kind of like more front run front run everything, but I definitely didn't discount that I was going to be asking people to take time off, which means like they're taking their own PTO for my wedding festivities and probably like already did that for my bachelorette. And so I wanted to make clear that like, this is for, you know, we're doing this. If you're able to make it, like I totally understand if work comes up or you can't do it, whatever. But Friday we had a 
kind of like bridal pool party for my bridesmaids. So my mom's friend hosted us and did like a lunch and pool situation. So we all just kind of wore swimsuits and cover-ups. And then we got there and she had this like beautiful mimosa bar set up, which was awesome. Like ton of fresh juices, like Prosecco, frozen grapes, fresh fruit. It was amazing. And then made like a really yummy like salmon kind of like dish platter where people like made their own plates. But it was so fun because everyone was excited to like truly, truly kind of kick off the festivities because it was like just the girls. We were, the weather was like really great. And the views were obviously really good just because we were in Scottsdale and you could like see the mountains and the food was like super yummy. And so there, my mom had asked me before, like, oh, do you want any of the non-alcoholic stuff? And I was like, honestly, no. In terms of this weekend, I always went into it being like, I do want to enjoy some alcohol. Like I do want some of that because it is something for me that feels more celebratory and not that it need not that alcohol makes it celebratory, but because I choose alcohol more sparingly, this would be a time where I would want to lean in potentially more. Like there doesn't have to be an exception to this because of me. And so I enjoyed like one or two mimosas and felt great. And I honestly didn't really think like anything of it. So that was super fun. We just like laid out, chatted, had music. My mom was there. Cam's mom and sister were there. And it was just like very happy. Like I looked around and I was like, wow, I'm so happy to be with these people here right now. And it still didn't like feel real though, that it was my weekend. And I think the like center of attention thing is so weird because you don't, you feel that on your birthday sometimes, right? Like it's your birthday. And so people are saying happy birthday to you and you know, you're the star, but like on your wedding weekend, it's a totally different feeling because it's a life moment that like, hopefully you'll never have again. It's not just like an annual recurring birthday. And yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. So then after that, we had like a couple hours before rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. We, I went back, all the girls in my bridal party were actually all staying together at one of our friends' houses kind of in the same neighborhood. And so we met back up at the rehearsal. We luckily only had like one to two hours of downtime just because I was like, I don't want to be alone at the house by myself while all the girls are like together. Not, it would have not, It would have not been a big deal, but like yeah, I was just thinking about that. Cam and his friends were off golfing and having lunch and doing all that. So they were kind of doing their own thing. But we met up at the rehearsal, which was like pretty straightforward and easy. And then we went to the rehearsal dinner and welcome party that Cam's parents had put on. And it was gorgeous. So it was at the same country club that I was getting married at, but it was at one of like the different venues. And we did rehearsal dinner 5.30 to 8. And then we did a welcome party that was 8 to 10 for everyone who was in town, which I loved that flow just because one, it gives something for people who are in town for the wedding to do the night of if you're able to afford it. Obviously, it's like a totally big additional expense. But we enjoyed the rehearsal dinner from 5.30 to 8, which was like a really good amount of time. We mingled from like 5.30 to 6 and just like had drinks. And then from six to eight had the actual rehearsal dinner where we did speeches and then food. And then from eight to 10, it was like heavy hors d'oeuvres 
and drinks. And so I'll give you kind of the insight into like some of the fun things that we did, but it was like more of a Southwestern kind of theme that my mother-in-law put together. And it was honestly like gorgeous. We had a Mexican buffet and the food was awesome. The speeches were really great too. Before we had, I think it was like five to six people did speeches. We did those right away. And I'm really glad because we ended up having our photographer come for like just an hour for the rehearsal dinner. So she could get like cocktail hour and mingling and then got pictures from the speeches, which were obviously like super emotional. So I'm very excited to see those. And then we did the buffet, which worked out really well instead of like a plated dinner, kind of more just like chic tacos, if you will, and then some sides, which were like really good. And the decor was just like very on point, very like Arizona slash kind of like Mexican vibe to it. And then the welcome party was awesome. Almost every single person who was at our wedding came to the welcome party, which was just great because we felt like we were able to go and spend time with people there And then like before actually getting to the wedding, just because on the wedding day, you don't want to feel overwhelmed having to talk to every single person that's there. And so for that, there was so many different things that were set up. So first there was like a margarita bar that was set up. There was just beer and wine margaritas. And then we had athletic brewing, which was awesome. My friend who was pregnant was like, this is actually the best wedding I could have gone to because of all the non-alcoholic drinks, which was funny. We then had a beer burrow. So this was like a literal donkey that showed up carrying, I think it was Corona lights like in its pockets. And there was like a guy like with the donkey and they got the donkey would just like walk around and like people could take beer out of it and like take pictures, which was like really funny. We had churros for dessert. We had cake pop golf balls that were on this on the back of like my family's golf cart that was like set up and it said almost married, which was like really cute. Was that all we had for dessert? I think that's it. Oh, and then there was like a salty and sweet popcorn bar situation and then a bunch of other like heavy appetizers, like quesadillas, I think like flatbreads and other stuff. I honestly didn't even eat it, but there was like a ton of other food there. And then there was a chipping contest because Cam and golf, I mean, I love golf too, but that was like definitely Cam's idea. And then we had what else? Like bocce and stuff people could play. But I really liked the setup because there were like high tables, but then there were also like more loungy seated with fires. And it was actually a little chilly that night. So like the fires, and there were heat lamps too, but the fires actually really helped. And that night in terms of drinking, I had like two glasses of wine or so at dinner. And then I was like, honestly, like I don't even need or want the alcohol. I'm just going to switch to athletic brewing. And I just switched to athletic brewing the entire night. And because I don't know, I was just like, this is going to feel so much better. I want something to drink, but I definitely don't want to wake up tomorrow morning for my hair and makeup and uh, feel yucky. And so I was so happy the option was there. Like, it's so different being at a place where they have a non-alcoholic option. And like, it's, it is so different. Like it's so different than just getting a sparkling water. And that's why I love the optionality that continues to be at bars and restaurants of like mocktails or non-alcoholic cocktails or non-alcoholic beers that are actually good because, and I'll talk more about this in like the honeymoon episode, because with, if you have those, you feel way more welcomed and like you're and you're participating with others, even with having those options. And it does feel different than a sparkling water. And so like, 
I loved that we gave that optionality and I definitely saw a ton of people like having those there too and enjoying them, which was great. Someone had asked me on social media, like, what is the best way to actually like buy non-alcoholic beer for a wedding? And I don't have a great answer for this because I think it definitely depends by venue. If you have a venue that says you can bring in whatever alcohol that you want, then that's obviously the best way to go. Ours was pretty stringent that like they had to supply any drink or food that was there. So like I couldn't buy athletic brewing and then they would serve it. They had to buy it from the vendor or their distributor, whoever. And then we had to pay by non-alcoholic beer. So definitely wasn't like ideal because it's not built into like an, a, a true like beer and wine typical package, right? So like if you say, for example, for the night, I'm making this up, it's $30 for beer and wine for someone. The non-alcoholic beer isn't included in that in terms of like what our wedding was. So you have to pay extra, which like is kind of annoying, but it is what it is. So I would definitely talk to your venue and and see and how like how they can get flexible around that. I think it's becoming more popular, but it's it's still obviously not included in the typical ones that I've seen right now. So okay, after the welcome party, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe everyone's here. This is happening. We went home. It ended at like 10. It like wasn't, we didn't have it go that late again because we didn't want people to stay out too late, didn't want to be hungover, all these different things. But it's so hard when you're there and you're like, ah, I'm so excited. Like everyone's here. I just want to like hang out and talk. And I really want to do that, but I knew I like needed to go home. And so Angie, my maid of honor, matron of honor, but like maid of honor because matron sounds so old. She came over and had a sleepover with me, which was really fun. So we went to bed and then woke up and it was wedding day. And it was a crazy feeling. Like I actually didn't have trouble sleeping, which I was kind of nervous about, but we woke up. Honestly, in Arizona, like for some reason, the sun rises so early. So like I just get up so early there regardless. So I think we got up at like, I don't know, like seven-ish or so. We did like a quick kind of 30 minute Pilates outside, which was like really nice. And then all the girls were getting ready at my house. And I honestly just thought this was like super special. We didn't do it at like a hotel or anything just because none of the bridesmaids were staying at a ho- at the actual hotel. And it would have felt weird to like go anywhere else. I honestly just was going to feel so comfortable doing it at our house. And so at like nine or so, everyone came over and we started having glam squad. And these were some of my favorite moments. One, because it was my house, which is like so unique, obviously, to be getting ready there. But I loved it. Like I felt comfortable at home. You know, I could go and get anything I needed in my room. My brother and dad were there in the morning, which is like not typical, but it was actually like really fun having them there and like seeing everyone get ready and just like hang out. It just felt way more casual and like less stressful. And so, and then just like having all like six of my best friends just hanging there with me, getting glammed, breakfast, talking, coffee, hanging out, watching Sex in the City in the background. For those who don't know the joke about Sex in the City, there's just like an inside joke that we have. And it was part of my bachelorette week went, weekend. And so obviously we had to like watch that while we were getting ready. And it was great. It makes me like so emotional to even like think about that morning. But luckily people didn't have to start until like 9.15 or so. And then I think we had to be ready at like one, but it went by so fast. It went by so fast. Everyone looked 
amazing. What, like, honestly, I didn't even think about drinking during that. Like, I know some people have like mimosas or like want to pop champagne. It, honestly, it didn't even cross my mind. Like, there were so many, there was so much like adrenaline and emotions happening that I was like not even thinking about like drinking or really eating at that point. And so, there was like none of that going on. But when I got in my dress, oh my gosh, you guys, I got in my dress and this was like around one o'clock or so, maybe like one thirty. We were going to have to go up for like the first look around like two-ish, 2.15. And I got in my dress and I looked down and there was like a brown makeup like mark, like a smudge, like you would see on like a white piece of clothing like if you you know brought your shirt over your head and it like got your foundation on it and I was like oh my god like what the hell are we gonna do I was freaking out and with wedding dresses too I was like oh my god so immediately I was like I don't like this is very visible I had just packed all of my stuff to be like brought up to the reception area to be put into like the car when we were leaving that night. So I like didn't have any of my dop kit or toiletries or whatever. And the reason I'm saying that is because I had just gotten like a really great stain remover from my friend, Sarah on our bachelorette. She like told me to buy it and it was amazing. Like we did it there and it was amazing. So the only thing that I had and that I thought of was like I had one like shout wipe and it was in my, I put it in my like bag already that I was going to be taking. So we took that out literally dabbed it, you guys. I was like, there's no way this is going to work. Literally just dabbed it. And it created this like, you know, damp ring around my dress. I was like, oh my God, this is not going to dry. It like wasn't drying, wasn't drying, wasn't drying. All of a sudden it dried. Nothing was there. It was insane. I was like, how the hell did this happen? I have no idea, but I know my videographer and photographer were like freaking out because they were like seeing me have a mini panic attack. But that was like really the only thing that quote, went wrong, I guess, up until, yeah, really, honestly, the entire day. But anyway, went up to the ceremony area and it was just crazy. It was like a crazy feeling. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that this is happening. We went into like the locker room there with the girls, just hung out, kind of like refreshed a little bit and then waited for Cam and the guys to come, did our first look. It was amazing. Like, I'm so glad that we did the first look. I didn't cry, but I was like, and I don't know. I feel like people have this thing like, oh, you're supposed to cry. If he doesn't cry, if you don't cry, like, what does that mean? But it was just like, we were kind of just like shaking and on just so happy and emotional that I didn't even feel like I needed to cry or needed tears, it, but it was amazing. I'm, I'm so happy that we did that. We got had like all the pictures with the bridal party and our family and everyone was just like so excited. And once we got ready for the cere- actual ceremony, that's when I was actually like freaking out where I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna like walk down the aisle. Everyone's going to be there. Like the vows too. That's what I was like freaking out the most about just because I knew I had read them earlier in the week and I was getting so emotional, like could not stop crying when I was reading them. And so that's what I was like, I need to be able to make it through this and just not like in a bad way. I was just like, I need to make it through the vows. And the ceremony was honestly like, I couldn't have dreamed for anything more. Like it was beautiful. The weather was perfect. It was like 78 and sunny. The venue looked stunning. 
walking down the aisle and just seeing everyone's faces like so happy looking at me was just a crazy feeling. And then my dad officiated and that was so awesome. Like now looking back on it and Cam and I kind of joked about after the wedding, you're like, oh my God, my dad actually had so much to do and so much pressure that day. He had to walk me down the aisle, then go straight into officiating, then go straight into a reception where he had to give a father of the bride speech. And he had a lot of pressure, but he crushed it. It was like so nice to have him up there too. And we like felt so lucky to have him do the officiating. And then our vows were insane. Like, I don't think there was a dry eye in the entire crowd because there was so much emotion in the vows. Cams were like the sweetest thing that I've ever heard. And they were beautiful. Like, I am so happy that we decided to read them there too. And we kind of like toyed with, oh, do you like want to do them in private? But I'm so glad that we actually decided to do them just because they felt so special and it felt special for people to hear them too. They also weren't too long. I think they were like a couple minutes each. They weren't too long. They didn't have too many inside jokes. We did not do a vibe check though, which is wild to me because cam didn't want to like a lot of the times people will send their vows to the officiant to be like okay are they the same length do they have the same amount of like sappy plus funny or things like that we did not do that but luckily they were very aligned in terms of like what like how they were structured and like the perfect kind of balance there and the ceremony was short it was like 23 minutes we walked out and we were like holy shit we just got married. Like, oh my God. We went right up to that kind of same locker room and then the bridal party came and you're all like so excited and taking pictures. And then we signed the marriage license. And one of my favorite things that we did after was like everyone went on the buses to go down to the reception because it was like a five minute drive. And Cam and I just looked out and we have a beautiful kind of scenery in terms of what we looked out to. We just looked out and we were like, wow, like we just did it. We, we just got married and we kind of looked at the the space that was there and soaked, really soaked it in because it goes by so fast. Like it goes by and everyone says this, right? But it, it really does. All of a sudden you're like the ceremony's over and we just got married and like what just happened. And so taking time to like actually soak in that moment was really special to us. We hopped on a golf cart and then drove down to the reception, which was fun because we were just like, we're in this little golf cart. We just got married. And then people were kind of waiting outside the cocktail hour and reception area with like a drink. And they were like, woo. And we kind of like drove in. And then we led the way to cocktail hour. So went down into this like kind of sunset terrace area, which it was an indoor outdoor kind of cocktail hour situation. We had some signature drinks. We had a smoke and marg, which was like a mezcal marg. We had the outlaw old fashioned, which was like a tequila old fashioned with chocolate and a walk in bitters. And then we had a guia spritz with lime and salt. So those were the three drinks. The guia was the only non alcoholic, like true drink that we had during the night, but obviously super on brand because it's my favorite NA drink. And a lot of people were enjoying it, which was great. And it made me so happy to see like everyone with the cans out there. And so right away, I wanted to get a smoke and marg because it's like one of my favorite cocktails and I only can get it there. We got kind of two of those. We went out into cocktail hour and we were like, 
wait, where is everyone? Like, come out. And everyone's like getting a drink. And so then people started to come out and we started to just like chat with people, take photos. It's so weird because you talk to so many people while you're there, but you never like really get to fully catch up with someone on your wedding day, right? It's like you have a couple of minutes, you're like, thanks so much for coming. So good to see you. Did you have fun? Like, how are you? You know, you, you kind of have all those, but like you don't get to truly, truly catch up which is such a weird feeling that Cam and I talked about after where it's like you have everyone there that you want to, you talk to pretty much everyone, but you need to like after you get back from like honeymoon or whatever, like have a full like debrief or really like catch up with someone to see how they're doing because you can't do it at like your own wedding. The cocktail hour was awesome. We had our band do kind of like a jazz, like jazz music thing. And the the scenery was awesome. So people wanted to take like so many different pictures. We had our photographer out there. Um, we got some really great like sunset photos. Cocktail hour was one of one of my like favorite parts, honestly, because it was right after the ceremony high. It was before you went into the reception and everyone was like wanting to chat. It was like still light out and it was just really happy. Seven, we went in to the reception and we did a little like cake cutting and a champagne tower and then kind of went and did dinner. We did the speeches right away. So father of the bride, maid of honor, best man, they all crushed it. We did those right away and then we did dinner fast. And that was like one of our biggest things because we're like, we're paying for this band. We're excited for our band. We want to get out onto the dance floor as fast as possible. And so the salads were already like preset when people walked in so they could have those while the speeches were going. And then after speeches, dinner started to be served. We didn't do the whole like go around every table just because we had talked to, I think, every single person already at some point. We went to one table because we hadn't talked to everyone there. But we were able to just sit and it was just us two at our table. And we were just able to kind of like sit, soak it in, talk a little bit, have some drinks. I like had, I think I had like two, one and a half of the margaritas. I didn't really want any wine at dinner, but I had like one and one and a half of the margaritas and yeah, we were just like hanging out. I think dinner was literally like an hour and then they called everyone into the dance floor. And so that, that was awesome because ours, we had a hard stop at 11. And so we had like two forty five ish to be on the dance floor. We first did our dances and those were fun because Cam and I had a choreographed first dance. His mom and him had a choreographed dance too. And ours was, I like me better by love. And there's a whole kind of backstory to it because the beginning of it is when we were young and in love in New York city. And that's where Cam and I met. And so it was like, it's a very fitting song for us, but it's definitely not a traditional first dance song. Cam's mom set us up with a choreographed choreographer or is that that's not even like the right term a professional like dance teacher Khalil shout out Khalil so when we were in Atlanta over Thanksgiving and Christmas we like practiced with him and then practiced at home and so we had a fun like first dance which was like great and then my dad and I danced to Heartland and then Cam and his mom had kind of like a a remix situation like two songs bashed up the I can't even think of the name of the one in Parent Trap but that one and then I can't honestly remember the second one, but it like invited everyone onto the dance floor. And so after they were done and their performance was amazing, everyone was like so jazzed up to go to the dance floor and the band was great. They killed it. Everyone was like, most people were on the dance floor for the majority of the time. That's where we stayed. That's where the party stayed. And that's like really, really what we had wanted. We didn't want to have other distractions 
like a photo booth or other things, which like I go to other weddings and see those all the time and I love them, but we wanted to keep everyone to the dance floor as much as possible. And that's when like, like those moments were some of my favorite moments is just like being with your friends, shouting, singing, soaking all in. Like everyone was just, we were just so happy. Like I can't describe it. It was like euphoria. We were like on such a high from everything. And it was just so fun. Like we just partied and had a great time. My mindful drinking approach, I think I had like four-ish drinks throughout the entire night. I had like the one and a half margaritas or so. And then I had, I think two beers at some point. Yeah. I think I had two beers, like kind of like on the dance floor on and off. I definitely felt like a little bit of a buzz, but definitely was not like drunk by any means. And it was like perfect for me. I also had a Gia Spritz obviously throughout the night, but it was perfect. And I felt like I was able to enjoy and have that like little bit of like buzz that I wanted to celebrate, but not feel like the day after that I am like completely hungover and not able to do anything. So it was, it was honestly perfect. We didn't have like anything. Well, we had cake, banana cake and chocolate peanut butter cake, which was amazing and like so delicious. And actually a lot of people ate it because the slices were brought out to the band room instead of putting them back out on like the dining room table, just because they were a little bit of like two separate areas. And so I think there was actually a lot of cake that was eaten or my mom said there was like definitely not a lot left over. And then the night, the last thing that happened was we, while they ushered people out to when like buses were leaving and party was over, which obviously we're like, how did that go so fast? We did one song to ourselves after. So we did Lover by Taylor Swift and we just had one last dance, which I saw one of our, some of our like best friends do last year at a wedding. And I like really loved the idea to just like, it's going to take people time to get up to the buses anyway. And so to have like one song for us to just end on felt like, very magical and obviously like a Taylor Swift one. It was really great. And then we like walked out to the car and we were like, are we just leaving? Like, we're just leaving now. We're saying bye. Like, no, like it happened so fast. We got into the car and I was like, oh my, like, wait, like I, that's when I started to get like so emotional. Like I literally started crying because I was like, we just left all of our best friends and family and like what just happened? Like we didn't even get to say bye. It was, it was crazy. It was like, it was so emotional. We were like, they were just there celebrating us. And I know I keep saying this, but like, it's hard for me to articulate into words of like the actual like feeling that came over us after we left, because you just kind of say bye and you're just like, you wave bye and there's no like formal goodbyes to anyone there. It's just like, you're gone. And we drove to, or we had a driver who picked us up and drove us to the hotel that we were staying at for a couple of nights. And it was crazy. And so I will get into part two on like the honeymoon and everything and all of our stops and the next episode, which has, I have like a lot of thoughts on everything related to like honeymoon and where we are and like non-alcoholic drinks. But I want to answer more like a kind of some other questions just quickly on people and like the wedding day. And like one of the biggest ones is like how to make time to actually like enjoy the day because it's hard. There's so much going on. You're feeling like a lot of pressure. There's like a schedule that you need to be on. I think the thing for me that allowed me to enjoy the day is one, like be comfortable in the surroundings that I'm in Two, 
put in like buffers to the schedule. If you think it's going to take 30 minutes, it's going to take 45 minutes. Having those buffers so that if anything does go wrong, you have time to like recalibrate or fix it or pivot or, you know, make any changes that you want to, which leads to not being stressed out because you don't want a stressed out bride. Like everybody says the bride sets the tone and the bride and groom do set the tone based on how they're acting. If they're on the dance floor, people want to be on the dance floor. If they're stressed out, other people are going to be stressed out. And so really allowing yourself the like space where you're going to feel the most comfortable and calm and doing those things, doing like whatever you can to like ease any of those nerves. Another thing, like being at my house allowed me to have like the breakfast I wanted, the lunch that I like knew I was going to have. I like had any of my toiletries or clothes at my disposal. I was able to watch whatever TV that I needed to. Like my mom was there, like all of those things allowed it to be very like not stressful. And then just knowing that like people are going to follow what you're doing and, and kind of knowing that you will set the tone. I think the other thing that allowed me to enjoy the day more was not feeling pressure to like go and formally talk to every single person there because of the welcome party. And I know that's a, that's a luxury, but we were able to enjoy the day because we didn't feel forced or pressured to like go and talk to one or two or you talk to every single person for a certain amount of time, we could actually like enjoy it. And I didn't, I, I never wanted it to be like, oh, we feel forced to like have to just go and mingle and small talk. Like that's not fun, right? That's not like what you want to be doing on your wedding day. And so to the extent that you can socialize and talk with other people at other parts of the weekend is always helpful, or I guess was helpful for me. And then my favorite unexpected moment of pure joy that I will remember forever. Oh my gosh. Unexpected moment of pure joy. I mean, I think like, so two things. I think standing up at the altar, it was just Cam and me and my dad who was officiating. We were the only two up there. And like that moment felt so unexpectedly special to just be up there and everyone is listening and thinking and eyes are on you and hearing the vows from cam up there was so magical that was amazing and then i think the dance floor like the dance floor and seeing and looking around and all of your people there laughing and smiling and jumping and dancing that like moment of just seeing everyone was just like, I will never, I will never like forget that image in my mind, man. It was crazy. Like I, I couldn't even have imagined anything going better than it did. And I feel so blessed to have parents to help support it and in-laws to help support it. And friends and family who will like travel to celebrate us and and take off time and it's never going to happen again and that's i think the crazy thing about it it's not a birthday it's not an anniversary it's like a life moment that you only hopefully get to do one time and so to have it feel so special is amazing all right we'll be back on next week with part two related to everything for the honeymoon. See y'all. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. As you know, I am not a specialist and I'm not trained to give advice whatsoever. These are just my own personal thoughts and conversations. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the show if you can. It helps so, so much. 
and feel free to find me on social channels, Post by Tori. See ya!